friend. Hi, friend. Welcome to the Hi, Friend Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kaylee. And we're best friends navigating our relationships, careers, and anti-aging products in the safe space of just us. And the entire internet. We're single Christian girls who don't shy away from honest and ridiculous conversations about everything from sex to culture's expectations to overeager mothers to being mindful of living paraben-free lifestyles. We support, celebrate, and cheer one another on and laugh at ourselves through it all. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> it has been so long since we recorded, but it was the holidays. Yeah, when was the last time we recorded? I mean, it was a lot of weeks okay. ago. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk it was, about it then. Yeah, it was like beginning of November, so basically we've taken oh. like two and a half months off. We took like the Maybe, whole holiday season. I think, yeah, because it was bef- I'm pretty sure it was... No, oh, no, no. Oh, no, you're right. It was after... You're right. Maybe beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's been a month and a half. I think it was before we went to New York. Or was it after? I don't know. There was a time. <laughs> we talked about the yeah. holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hi. Hi, <laughs> we're excited to be back. And we we really do have, like, multiple topics that we're excited to talk yeah, there's about. there's a lot coming up. Not yeah. just today, but, like, mm-hmm. episodes. Exactly. And it's just fun to be back on it. Yeah, is it weird to you that it's 2018? No. It's very odd to me. It seems like a, like, futuristic space number. The number does seem very high. I haven't messed up writing it at all yet, though, like, written mm-hmm. 2017, and I just feel very, like, focused and ready wow. for the year. <laughs> I have once, but I wrote 2016. Uh, this year? Which doesn't make any, yeah, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Since that was two years ago, so living in the past. <clears throat> I mean, maybe it was just an even. Just re- I like, yeah. I don't know, like writing the number six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, eighteen's for sure a weird number. It's very weird. It's like we've been out of, we've been in the two thousands for eighteen years. That seems so upsetting. Futuristic and spacey. Mm-hmm. Like I should be like getting on a cyborg. I don't even know what a cyborg <laughs> is, but it feels like. That's something I should be getting on. <laughs> oh, I don't think you should at any point <laughs> try a cyborg. <laughs> uh, is it like a? I is don't it? Know. I'm picturing a hovercraft, but also isn't it like a robot? Like a cyborg is okay, like a I'm robot. Okay, I'm afraid it might be either like a robotic like animal. Somebody let us know. Like, like crazy, or it's like a hoverboard type, like something I'm, I'm gonna, gonna just, ride. I'm just gonna Google it really quick. Okay. It's either going to transport me somewhere or it's going to eat me. I think or it's kill a thing. Me. I think it's a thing. Like a person. Um, I, I don't know. I don't my know. internet's not working. Okay. Everyone's probably like, oh my gosh, you idiots. We yeah. know exactly what that is. <laughs> Clearly, I've not been one that's into like technology. sci-fi or technology. So. <laughs> I know. Like, what's Black Mirror? And it's like, well, it's a show that's been around for four years. <laughs> okay, but... Oh, it's a, it's a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books. Oh. A cyborg is? No. No, that's not true. Yeah, from... From DC Comics, the character was created. Okay, well, that's maybe one character. That's maybe a character, but that's like a thing. No, that's what Wikipedia says. Cyborg is a fictional superhero appearing. Oh, people, all the guys at work will tell me tomorrow. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like that's all. Too much time spent talking about a cyborg. Um, So. But yeah, technology is upon us and scary. I think we should talk about that another time. Like like in an episode. Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because also I think there's... Then things we can talk about, like boundaries around. Yes. And how you have to protect yourself against yeah. everyone that's listening to you on the internet. 
I, which is new to me. I didn't even know that our phones listen to us. My phone listens to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So creepy. Yeah. If you didn't know that, you should know your phone listens to you. Yeah. I don't think they've, anyone's fully admitted it yet. Um, or it's not like published online, but it's happened to all me and my friends where we'll say things that we've never typed into right. anything. And then you get re- related ads for it. It's obviously all for the most part marketing related, but still it's, I don't, it's, it's so creepy. creepy. Like your phone can be off or not off, but just like put away and you're not using it or you're not talking to Siri, but still listening. Um, yeah. So anyways, let's, let's not delve into that topic, but, um, did you want to talk about like your, your break, your holidays, like a (laughs) highlight, (laughs) Um, Um, something you're excited for about the year resolution? Um, my holidays, holidays were actually really good. Like, Christmas in Dallas with my family mm-hmm. was really nice. It was great to have, like, all my siblings together. I mean, every family has, like, its moments, but we have our traditional sibling um, scavenger hunt that my dad puts on. And um, the biggest prize is, like, just the pride of being a winner. There is a- an actual prize. Oh, but that's what people care but about the most. I would say yes. Mm-hmm. We care about that the most. I relate um, to that. And I just would like to proudly say that I was the winner. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Woo. So that was a big thing. <laughs> um, and then what else? I don't know. New Year's, I was just with a friend's family that was down and it was really sweet. It was a really nice time. Yeah. I did. I participated in a karaoke battle and I dressed up in a Superman costume until Baby Got Back. Yeah, I really wish I would have seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. Thank you. For winning the prize and for singing that song. Absolutely. Yeah. Shada Thanks. would be proud. Thanks. Um, what about your, you? Yeah, my holidays are or, a little opposite in that there weren't, wasn't a lot of family around, yeah. um, especially younger people, but it was, it was nice. It was really restful, mm-hmm. uh, disconnected. A lot of baths. Just one. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, my parents are in that room, oh, and right. so it's just hard, like... Yeah, I had my own room but with the shower. And so, yeah, just one bath. But um, deleted Instagram for six days, which was big Huge. for me. And hard a little bit just because I mostly was really wanting to see what people were doing. Like, back yeah. I actually realized it was pretty surreal coming back. And, you know, I, try, I tried to catch up with some. I would go to some friends' profiles and stuff. But there was some, like, later. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I missed everyone's, like, Christmas photos. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's family photos Mm -hmm. and um so some of it is kind of a bummer but it got really it got a lot easier once I had been doing it for a while and then it just is so nice and you I don't I don't know I just could leave my phone away for hours and just be with my family or it just it was a lot of recharging and then yeah I got stuff done at home and then New Year's was over at your house without you with some other (laughs) people (laughs) Um, but that was a fun night, just pretty mellow as well, but Mm -hmm. it was good. It was a good start, like good close and start to the year. I feel like I was really intentional with how I, um, like kind of reflected, like carved out Mm -hmm. space for myself to journal and reflect and like set intentions and goals for things I'm looking forward to for this year and then start my year off like, yeah, with those, Mm -hmm. some of those things. And so... Can I just share one thing I'm excited about? Please. Okay. So I shared this on my stories on Instagram, and you obviously know about it, but I tried to start a bullet journal last year, mm-hmm. and I didn't – I only used, the like, the year 
long calendar view thing. And then I did decided to do a travel log in Mm it where I tracked like each of my trips and I wrote, you know, like the flights, the dates, obviously, and a highlight from each one. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up like, there was a lot of different trips I went on last year. I think it was like Mm -hmm. 19 sounds not right, but maybe it was 19. Um, I feel like it might've been a little bit more, but maybe not. But the best part was going back and just reading all those highlights. Like I even did it for weekends away or like stagecoach and it brought me back so much to those things. And some of them were, some of them were obvious. Like if I right now were to look back at like Spain or Mm -hmm. New York or certain things, I of course can remember Mm -hmm. them still. They're fresh, but there was some little things that I'd forgotten about, like a dinner with, um, a couple friend of mine, you know, just something. And so realizing how much joy that brought me was, I was like, I want to do this. And then even mm-hmm. that, uh, do the, continue that practice into this year. And even the sermon on Sunday or on new year's day, day. Uh, by Jonathan at our church was him kind of talking about storing up moments of joy in our mm-hmm. heart and how do we carry that with us and how do we practice that? Like mm-hmm. even on a practical level. And so I, in my same bullet journal, cause I only have a little bit at the front um, filled out. I am going to be, I called it my joy treasure chest oh, and every perfect. single day I'm going to write down like a highlight of the day. And so oh, only nine that. days in, but I'm going strong still. I also awesome. downloaded the one second a day app right. where I just, you upload like a, that's hard because you have to remember to take, a horizontal video at some point in your day and usually you get to the end of the day and you're like oh crap and you have to scramble but I have captured some actually some really cute moments that I've remembered um and so that's been really fun so I'm just in a very like documenting mode yeah but I'm I'm really happy about it yeah I um I love the travel log that Mm -hmm. you did and I found that like I just yeah I love that you did that um and really inspired to do that for myself this year Mm -hmm. I um, same like before, like going into the new year, just really tried to orient myself, even in reflecting on 2017 and going through, I went through my planner like each month mm. and what happened and like just looking back on like where I've been and kind of all the different things. And so, um, it was just a really cool practice that I've enjoyed doing and then seeing like what themes and what kind of directions going for 2018 Mm -hmm. and that are unfolding and like what do I what directions do I want to go um and so I am now writing more in a like a handwritten planner Mm -hmm. which has been so good and documenting some of the themes Mm -hmm. um which is yeah, I think there's something to being able to really, like, see, like, where you are, where you've been, where mm-hmm. you're going, especially at the end of the year to, like, end something well and, like, really, like, be able to relish in that mm-hmm. and then, like, step into the next thing. Yeah. And, and celebrate the things you accomplish. I think yeah. you were talking, too, like, you'll have moments where it's like, what have I done or what did, and then you once you actually looked back, yeah. you're like, oh, whoa, I forgot that I started this this year. Even one thing for me is I, I wrote down things I was proud of myself for this mm-hmm. last year, and I briefly forgot that we launched our podcast I know <laughs> and I was like we that was a big deal like that was we a goal we had set and we had to go through a lot of steps to get there mm-hmm. and here we are a year later maybe not consistent but, but we did it we did it and we started we it. and and yeah. we're here again so January love it all about that documenting uh-huh and I will say one thing I'm excited about speaking of bathtubs um <laughs> yeah is our just weekend away that we're planning in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I know. With keeping a bathtub. 
is key. Yes, key that thing. is key thing to Santa Barbara. Yes, we've we, been wanting this for a while, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's something I'm. I mean, there are many things I'm looking forward to, right. but I am looking forward to that. Same. Thing. We're speaking it out loud right now so yes, that so it happens it because to happen. this yeah. has been on our list for a couple years. Couple years. Now. So gotta also make it happen. Just, yeah, the it's crazy how things fill up so quickly, but yes. We will, we should, actually after this, we should look at our calendars and mark off some potentials. Okay. All right. That's good. A lot of catching up. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, today's topic. Yes. It's it's not a light one, but I think it's a... Relevant. Relevant, universal, and super important, and it can be light, actually. Like, not all of it. Keep it light. Keep it... I'm sorry. I haven't said that in so long. Yeah, that I just couldn't no, there resist. is. It's just I love that there's always an opportunity somehow for that to be worked always. in. You nailed it. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, keep it light. I need to rewatch uh, that video. Um, but okay. So for instance, last night. You should. Er, okay. What? Sorry. Nothing. Keep going. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It's not relevant. Yet. Okay. Oh, well. Okay. I'll bring it up later. So. Sunday night was the Golden Globes, and that was pretty powerful to see. Mm-hmm. I have yet to watch Oprah's speech, and I've been meaning I to because I really want I, to. Someone sent it to me today, which I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah, going to do that. But just seeing everyone dressed in black and just the kind of the really powerful movements that are going on right now mm-hmm. between the Me Too and the Time's Up mm-hmm. and stepping like standing up against sexual harassment and just saying like, we will not stand for this. And even now, like I have a girlfriend who is, I was with her when a guy made this like really sexually inappropriate comment to her and he was really drunk, but he just, you know, he laughed it off and thought it was funny. And she really wants to give like consequences to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like most of us would just be like, you idiot, like shut mm-hmm. up. Like, but she's like, I know, like I feel really strongly about not letting him get away with this. Mm-hmm. And she wants to either, a, write a letter to his mother, which I <laughs> freaking love. B, write a letter to his employer. Oh. Also powerful. And she, her thought behind it was like something along the lines of, I just want you to be aware of this. And I'm not saying that this is your fault or that you are contributing to this, him being this type of a person or that he's even like this in other settings. But just be aware that this is a way that he could potentially be treating other female employees clients or vendors of yours that he comes mm. in contact with. Like, and it just, Fair I think, point. yeah. And I think the, the bottom line is, is so many people have gotten, I'm not going to make this about girls and guys, but so many people have gotten away with so much. And mm-hmm. I think it just is brushed off as like the boys will be boys or, um, or people were drunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what would happen if people started getting like publicly shamed for things or p- called out or. Right. What if we started changing the system and mm-hmm. culture that supports or protects yeah, those things exactly. or allows them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So dealing with that, like on a, a friend dealing with that on a personal level. And then you and I have had conversations around, not to the extent of like sexual harassment or assault or anything like that, but more so even just in like our dating relationships and casual ones or serious ones or people that we're really comfortable with or people we don't know yet. And just the topic of physical boundaries and the idea of like consent and how do you, how do you have those difficult conversations about putting not, not even just putting up boundaries, but things can shift all the time. Like we could be really into a person, but there's a time where 
we don't feel comfortable with that or we're just not in the mood to have someone's arms around us or whatever it might be or we're feeling like yeah how do you share what feels um safe and comfortable for your body exactly um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because I think a lot often we can well maybe not everyone I don't want to say a collective we but I can see for myself there's been times where I feel the pressure to need to either please or I feel bad if mm-hmm. I say something I don't want to hurt the other person's feelings yeah. or like I need to just go along with it and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter and it's like no that actually doesn't feel good to me yeah. and that doesn't feel like um it's not a, this is not a mutual moment like right. we are not mm-hmm. sharing this together yeah. um, and especially if we're not married not to say that doesn't have a place in marriage too mm-hmm. um because I think it does, but, um, yeah, I think there's just this, like, how do we, how do we also, like, get to have a voice for ourselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can think of multiple times in my life where after I've, like, done something with a guy or it, even if it's just kissing or making out or whatever, I felt really yucky afterwards, mm-hmm. and I really didn't want to do that going yeah. into it, but yet I did anyways for a host of reasons, Mm -hmm. most of kind of what you just listed. And afterwards I've just been so mad at myself because I think of myself as a strong person or I can speak my mind, but it is crazy how, and that's what, those are times when alcohol is not involved. Like it's not, and they're not. Yeah. I'm not talking about alcohol moments. Yeah. I'm not just like, but even in it's things with people who I may have done that with in the past too. Mm -hmm. And they just assume it's okay to do that again. And I would have done, I wish I could go back and say, you know, I'm really not in the, like, I'm not feeling that right now or I'm not in the mood or like that. No, like that's not like what we are or what we, you know, or mm-hmm. I don't want just because I've done that before. I don't want to keep continuing to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Or the experience too I've had when like I have been upfront about my nose mm-hmm. and it, it's not heard mm-hmm. yeah. or it's heard. Let me, let me make clarify that it's heard, but it's not adhered to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's because someone then thinks it's a game or they have their own like desires and things going on that mm-hmm. they, for what or whatever reason, mm-hmm. don't want to listen. Um, and that becomes hard to, because sometimes it just takes a lot to even be able to say, Hey, like. I'm not, I don't want this right now Mm -hmm. or like I'm not here yet, like where you are or I'm what, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. I don't want to participate in this or this is where I feel comfortable going and I don't feel comfortable past this. And so that sometimes can just take a lot in itself, I think, Mm -hmm. to like have the courage um, or strength to do. And so then when that gets pressed, it's like, man, like why I don't want to feel like I'm. And we all have our things. Like, I'm a sexual person, too. It's not like I never have, like, a sex driver, never get excited to touch someone and be mm-hmm. affectionate and all of that. Um, but there are times where sometimes I need the space to, like, feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, I need the space. And I've noticed that, actually, when I've dated people who have been the ones to direct that more Mm -hmm. and like given that space then I feel so much more comfortable and relaxed um you mean when they're the ones that set the boundaries yeah Yeah. or even say like yeah I'm not bring up the conversation or right yeah and it's 
Um, and, like, can... And acknowledge that, like, it might be hard, but, like, they want... And they may need my help in it, but, like, mm-hmm. that is something that they're already setting and I can see through their actions. And it's, like, it's really nice I don't have to fight you. Like, That's, like yeah. I think the battle gets mm-hmm. hard. Exhausting. Yeah, and exhausting. That's been rare for me to find. I can only think of a small small number of people guys where that's the case um and yeah I think that's been a struggle for me and I I, I don't want to paint stereotypes I'm mm-hmm. sure there are a lot of great not great whatever guys that feel similarly similar mm-hmm. I can't say similarly that. similarly that's a hard word <laughs> I can never say that one to me in fit certain physical things mm-hmm. but I haven't found many of them and yeah. yeah it's a it's a bummer to come in contact with someone that you like and you want to be reciprocal and you want to do certain things mm-hmm. but feeling and please that like you want to make them happy yeah. not just like physically but like be like oh I want you to be able to do what you want to do too but mm-hmm. if you're not there or if you are like no that's a boundary I've set for myself mm-hmm. yeah there was a time I can think of where I was very much talked out of something that I had said very clearly mm-hmm. and it, it makes me really mad like mm-hmm. it makes me really mad that that person didn't listen to me and respect that and now I don't that part was taken away like mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I, I think it is, but you've, I feel like though you have become really, like, how do you handle some of those situations? Because I feel mm-hmm. like you have been, um, and bringing a voice to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, for me, for starters, I'm in a much better place if I'm, if there's mm-hmm. not alcohol involved, like mm-hmm. that I'm just more aware of, um, yeah, I just can, things can quickly be fueled if that's mm-hmm. a part of it. But, um, I'm pretty in tune, like with what I, my body wants or what I want in a, in a moment. And to me, I'm, pr- I'm protective of like who I give myself to and mm-hmm. in any physical sense. And so if I'm not feeling it with someone, I, yeah, I, I just either by physical cues or by mm-hmm. verbal things, I have stood up for that. And some some examples of kind of even just on a basic level have been one time I went on a first date with a guy and he walked me to my car. And honestly, there was like no connection during the mm-hmm. date. <laughs> really, I didn't think he had really felt it on his end and I wasn't feeling it. And he gave me a hug and he had like, he might've kissed me on the cheek. No, I think he just hugged me and I was like trying to say goodbye. And then we talked for a second more and then he tried to kiss me and I had to turn. It was just, it catches you off guard because you're, you're like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a kiss, but I really didn't want to. I just wasn't into him and I didn't want to kiss him. So I turned my head because I didn't have time to like jerk myself back and he like landed on my cheek and then it was kind of awkward you know mm-hmm. and we we're like I was like okay bye and he texted me later I was like sorry I wasn't trying to be too forward I came across too forward and I was like no you're fine um I'm just really protective of my first kisses because I have had first kiss mm-hmm. and by first kisses not the first one of course but with a guy like them taken from me when a time when I didn't want it mm-hmm. like and kind of gave it up. Yeah, I gave it exactly like when I wish I would have stood up. And so I know what that feels like afterwards and I know what it can lead to. And, and so I did that. And then one night out with friends, like I was hanging with this one guy and same thing at the end of the night, he tried to kiss me and I didn't want to. And Mm -hmm. so I said that in the moment to him too, (laughs) um, go to line, feel free to steal it. Mm -hmm. Um, and he kind of laughed or something he's like, okay, I can respect that or whatever. But yeah, I feel like someone has to earn it or I want Mm -hmm. that too. Um, and it's not just 
ca- like to me that's just not a casual thing like yeah. I'm not gonna kiss someone on the lips like yeah. right when I meet them um unless it's like an incredible, incredible first like, date ever yeah you know just, it's meant to happen yeah. type of a thing but that is something I think just having a phrase like go, honestly going into mm-hmm. a situation helps so I think whatever that is for you maybe practicing or um so you can say that or saying mm-hmm. things as upfront as possible like if you are on a date I know we talked about this kind of in our the sex podcast mm-hmm. um but about sharing that we're waiting till marriage to mm-hmm. to have sex and so that it, the faster you can bring that up, honestly, the better. I mean, it's yeah. awkward, but it just, I've had people just assume because duh, most people have like that, that is expected, especially in mm-hmm. relationships these days. And so I'll usually bring that up and just say that something I'm saving. And if they ask questions, I'll be happy to go into it. And yeah. So I think being as upfront as possible and then just listening to your body and what you want or don't want and then being able to like stop a moment and just be like you know what for whatever reason I'm not feeling comfortable right now or yeah. I'm not um I'm not feeling this or this feels beyond like what, what feels I, good for me yeah. and not even just physically but like or I've said too like I know this is going to be harmful for me emotionally if I keep going so mm-hmm. I've got to I have to stop or like I keep, mm-hmm. I've got to walk go home right now or mm-hmm. whatever it might be and that's hard, harder to do because that's like when I want to do it, participate in it. But I know, and I have failed a lot of times in those instances, Mm -hmm. but I think there have been times where I've been in a situation, known what was going to happen, what it would lead to, and I've had to make the choice to get up and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, as someone who like in the past has, really at times those those moments for me I used to make me like freeze mm-hmm. um and I'd say thankfully over the last many years have like built a voice mm-hmm. and um ability to speak up to those things and even stay connected to my body and recognize like this is not something I want to mm-hmm um, be doing or doesn't feel good and, and to say something. And I think, you know, if you're particularly, particularly if you're starting to date, I think, um, it is a conversation to have of like coming in together. Like what are boundaries? Like, Mm -hmm. what do you like feel about those things? Or like even being able to start the conversation, um, not, it doesn't have to be on your, I mean, then I'm not having sex. I think has come up for me before, like on a first yeah. date, which has been great. Welcome uh, to my life. But uh, I think when you start dating someone, like inevitably, before those things just start rolling into, mm-hmm. like, or as as you notice yourself becoming affectionate with each other, I think it's important to have a conversation and like be on the same page and figure out like, are we in this together, or do are we? Is this going to be a battle? Um, and how do you work through that? And yeah, cause I think, especially like for me, I notice when that becomes a place that doesn't feel safe, like I just kind of shut down and I don't, I start not always feeling safe around mm-hmm. the person. Um, and I've been really fortunate to date several people that have 
show me that. I remember the first time I did someone, it was like the fourth night, and I'm, he would hold my hand or like, and like, he still hasn't kissed me. I just remember starting to spiral. I was like <laughs> going off this cliff. I was like, he doesn't like me. And like, um, it was not true at all. Um, but he just like really like respected what that was mm-hmm. and what that meant. And we ended up kissing and, um, that like, I think, I don't know, however however many dates in Mm -hmm. um but I think there is yeah I I think being able to know like you can listen to what you're feeling and be able to say you know like this just doesn't feel good or I don't want to do Mm this um or like come up with some phrase or come up with a really quick of like really good at getting turning your head yeah. <laughs> and giving the cheek. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been there too. Real fast. Real fast. Um, <laughs> like a cat. Um, well, I would say that, yeah, to speak to that, because I, I feel like that is something that you in your dating relationships mm-hmm. are really good at. And so I'm curious as to how you, if it, is it because you're finding these guys that are great at also not, yeah. yeah. Or like you guys are, in it together and they kind of feel um, the same way as you or do you have those conversations up front like it just I'm always impressed with you about like how slowly sometimes things can move in Mm -hmm. a good way like it's like you guys aren't rushing that and I I personally just think that this the sooner you bring in physical stuff the Mm -hmm. quicker it can complicate stuff and there's never to me yes you want to have chemistry and you want to have like you want to know if you have that with a person but, well, you can know that without physical stuff, I believe. But the longer you can get to know someone mm-hmm. and, like, a soul level and a personal level before bringing that in, the mm-hmm. better and the safer. Um, and yet it's really hard to do that. And so, yeah, yeah, you're really good. I feel like you do a good job at that. Thanks. Um, I think Teach a lot of it <laughs> has been fortunate to, um, yeah, be with men that have, like, participated in that Mm -hmm. I remember I was dating someone who we ended up being together for a few years and someone who was not opposed to having sex someone who Mm -hmm. was not opposed to being physical and um but he made the comment he's like no I really like you and I so I don't want to kiss you yet Mm -hmm. um and wait this is the same guy Uh uh-huh Oh, but when you, like, later in the relationship? Before. Before, before we start- started dating. Oh, yeah, okay, but yeah, I, yeah. but mm-hmm. someone who was not, like, oh, I see, in their past. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. or w- wouldn't have been opposed to having right. mm-hmm. us sleeping together. Yeah. But w- in the beginning was, like, I'm, yeah, I I like you, and I want to respect you, and I want to, I want, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to rush that. Mm-hmm. And I have encountered that with then several different people. Yeah. Um, and so... I think that has also taught me to say, like, okay, I've experienced, like, the respect and honor from Mm -hmm. a number of men, and that's something now I've come to really appreciate and like, and something that's given me then a lot of being like, yeah, I do value that, and I value me, and I value what that represents in a relationship. Now, if there was, like, this, like, mind-blowing day, you know, where it's just, like, Hallmark movie happening. I don't know. Whatever. Like, I'm not going to say I would never kiss someone on a first date. But mm-hmm. in the, um, for the most part, like, yeah, I think I'm now surprised when someone tries to kiss me on a first date. Mm-hmm. I'm more, like, 
go into it. And I've become comfortable in that. Like before that used to make me anxious. Like when is someone going to kiss me? And now I don't look at that necessarily as a sign if they like me or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're still affectionate with me. We're still really enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're still getting close. Um, and then, yeah, some of that has just been conversations. Sometimes they bring up. Sometimes I bring up. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they know that about me, so they bring it up. And they're like, so let's talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I listen to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, word on the street is... It's so hard these days yeah. to like have to hide certain things about yourself yeah. if you live any of your life out on the internet, which... Yeah. Yeah, like having a blog or posting right. things you about um, interviews on... Yeah, I always walk that line of, like, wanting to share certain things and connect with women that way and share my stories. But also, it's really vulnerable to, like, put that stuff out there. And then it is totally possible for someone to know all the, like, a lot of things about you going into, like, a dating situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes that has just been, like, through friends people Mm -hmm. know and with some of my friends some friends like I stand out in that way Mm -hmm. so I think that's probably like well just like an FYI (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah Mm -hmm. I think um I it's been that's been good but I and then just becoming stronger Mm -hmm. and saying like no I'm not okay with you doing that like Mm -hmm. um there are moments where I'm like nope like absolutely not like mm-hmm. that just does not be I'm usually because I'm not sure how I feel yet um yeah. or where that like um or like wanting to protect certain things in, for myself or relationship or and navigating that and so I think it is a way for me to be able to stay like feeling safe when I'm not when I'm not sure yet mm-hmm. um and going against things that just don't feel good yeah yeah I think it takes a certain amount of kind of like self-love and self-confidence too Mm -hmm. which can take it takes a while to build and not to say that if you fail in that area or you give in that you don't have that I'm not like but it just it yeah it takes a certain amount of strength to Mm -hmm. stop a moment and say um and to even put like your own needs above someone else's Mm -hmm. um in a moment because you yeah, like we said, you want to please that person or you're afraid of what they might think of you or what they might say. And so... Well, and I never wanted to feel like... I, I think I always felt like I'm I'm not trying to reject you. Right. Like, I'm not yeah. trying... This is, mm-hmm. you know, like... I think that's also important maybe to communicate too yeah. in, in moments of just saying this... Yeah, because I know that can be tough for guys mm-hmm. or for people in general or for us. Like, I've mm-hmm. had times where I've like a guy I've dated was like no I don't want to do this and it makes you feel like wait yeah. a minute like I, what but it's not about that it's right. just the act of it and and that's where I think like either whatever kind of way you do receive love like needs to be like talked about mm-hmm. like even the affirmation of like where do I stand with mm-hmm. you because I think sometimes we use like intimate physical things to like try and feel close to someone which it does bring us close to someone but then it's like well if I don't know if I stand and then I get sexual with them then I then maybe I'll feel like we're better Mm -hmm. than we are um or like they'll you know they'll be happy or whatever Mm -hmm. I don't know Um, or I can make them feel closer to me make them feel closer to me mm -hmm. and yeah so it's just 
Um, and not to make, like, being sexual a bigger thing or more mechanical than it is. I think more just in light of everything being said, there isn't often always a voice to, like, it's okay to say this does not feel good to me. Yep. And I think mm-hmm. that's more what we're trying to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, because we both are very physical people. We both really love physical touch. Um we're both sexual people and so it's not it's not that I think this is just more of how do you yeah like be able the shift in saying like it's okay to stand up for what you're experiencing yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think I mostly want to leave this conversation of just empowering like men and women to have yeah. just to be just to talk about this more. And I'm excited to see the shift in our culture and that this is a topic that's come to the top of the surface mm-hmm. now. And even like my friend that I was out with that one night, like we ended up having this really long conversation with these two guys mm-hmm. we were with about the topic of consent. And mm-hmm. we didn't really come to a conclusion of anything of like, this is what, cause it is, it is blurry and it's mm-hmm. confusing and it can be messy at times and feel awkward, but it's so important. And I just think that people haven't always, or some people might not be taught with the right thing or they're taught by culture or they're taught by something else. And so just to hear the reminder of like, Hey, maybe just put it on your radar that at all times girls might not always want to be in the mood to do this or same with guys. Like girls should, we should be asking women, we should be asking men, like, is this okay? Do you feel comfortable with this? Or, um, when I think in the workplace too, like as someone who well, even, like, not too long ago, uh, like, a few years ago, but in early, like, in my career when I mm-hmm. got out of college and I started working somewhere new, like, experiencing sexual harassment mm-hmm. with a director. And, um, but I also think men experience that from women mm-hmm. um, and work, and it can feel really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and I think you don't always have anything, like, how do I say something like does that put my job at jeopardy what will other people think and um I remember like even saying something to my boss and she kind of just dismissed it and was Mm. like oh yeah we like know him but it was one of the most uncomfortable situations and um and so I just want to say in that I I hope that all of this is giving women and men um, more encouragement to either say no in the moment or stand up and have a voice in that moment yeah. or to um, just not stand for it yeah. and like or to have, come forward and, and to tell come someone. forward and tell someone or whether that's I don't know your HR or whoever but mm. I think just breaking the cycle or breaking the system and culture that would naturally dismiss and minimize mm-hmm. what is absolutely violating and inappropriate um yeah and bringing things out into the light so that they don't sit in shame like with yourself whether it's you being like you just know I think we know ourselves so well and you know that pit in your stomach or that feeling in Mm -hmm. your chest when something just feels off and whatever whatever it is that made you uncomfortable you have permission to feel those things and you yeah, it's either needs to be confronted with that person or with someone else. Um, if it's like in a work situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember at one moment I was really proud of myself when I was, I think my mom has done a really good job of instilling like strength in me and that about like mm-hmm. speaking up and being aware and just, yeah, stuff like that. But I was working at 
the Marriott at like a front desk position kind mm-hmm. of, and it was a call like a summer job mm-hmm. in college. So I was younger. Feels so young. I, looking back, it feels like I was in like high school or something. But this older gentleman who worked there would often like put his hand on my back or like get Mm -hmm. close to me. And I just, every time it kind of made my skin crawl a little bit Mm -hmm. and you know, he never touched like an inappropriate part of me or Mm -hmm. anything like that, or like made an advance, but it just was enough to make me feel uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. so at one point I just like stopped, like we're at work and I was like, I'm so sorry. I have a thing with personal space. I was like, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't like when people touch me. And so if if you don't mind, um, maybe just not putting your hand on my back. And he, he was caught off guard by it. Mm -hmm. And it was not a comfortable moment for Mm -hmm. either of us, but he stopped, he stopped doing it. And I was like, whoa, that you were someone. Yeah. That he couldn't, I wasn't going to take that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there is such power afterwards of speaking your truth and speaking what Mm -hmm. feels right for you. And, um, taking ownership of like your body and your feelings. And so, yeah, I yeah. just, I hope that for all people. Yes. For all people. I yes. agree. Um, <laughs> say like, so back from that skit where she goes, stuff it down. Stuff it down. If you yeah. need a, if you need a phrase, <laughs> just tell them. <laughs> Whoa. Like stuff it down. Stuff it down. I don't know. Uh, we should have written down some like go-to like phrases yeah i probably should write some down for myself i gotta go home and feed my cat (laughs) (laughs) i know you didn't like cats Uh. i do um Uh. yeah so i'd be curious if anyone else has like things that they do or say Mm -hmm. or questions or experiences they've had and Mm -hmm. um yeah same But yeah. Okay. Well, kept it light. Not really. <laughs> you know. But that's good. We have some other lighter topics. We do have light topics. Or heavy, if you want. Yeah, I was going to say, it depends on the flow. <laughs> um, yeah, well. Want to, is there like a, let's see, like a high of our day or a high... Something we want to end on fun? Nothing? Poor Kaylee has been so sick. I and don't have a lot of... <laughs> This we, is, I want to give you this yeah. my high right now. Yeah. This is my high. I came down with a stomach virus on Saturday morning. Such a bummer. Yeah. And so n- nausea is my new norm. It's <laughs> the worst. At least you're wearing so, Uggs right now. My feet are freezing. I, I wish know, I had put I on socks you, or slippers. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm constantly rubbing and touching my stomach. You so have I think been the people past like, are probably like, is it, she pregnant or something? <laughs> like, And I'm like, I'm just trying to calm it whatever oh, whatever thing worst. is happening um, so anyway what about you any um, yeah I well I have a high that I don't want to share because I think I'm going to okay. talk about it on another okay. thing but I really like the rain the last two days <gasps> I saw a rainbow <gasps> fall from one end all the way arching to the other oh. and on one part there was a double rainbow Wow, yes. double blessed. Yes. Jealous. Yes. You saw it was, my symbol. It was quite glorious. Yeah, it was. That's really nice. It was really beautiful. Yeah, it's just been cozy here. It is and cozy. I think tomorrow it's supposed to be sunny with a high of 70. So goodbye, oh, rain. Goodbye, rain. Shout out to all the people freezing. Yeah. So sorry. sorry. So sorry. I hope you're Come staying warm. Come visit us in California. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we will be back for more. Yes. And it was good to be back with you, friend. You too.
I mean, I see you every day, but you know, a back lot. in this cramped <laughs> floor back in the, setting that we're in. This recording chair situation. Recording studio. Yeah. Okay, well. Good night, friends. Good night. See you soon.